Welcome to the Marshall Pro Podcast brought to you by Cooper Tires, the Justice Brothers, and Genetic Cars for this week at Le Mans. We have a special feature here, about 20 minutes of combined interviews with Aston Martin on the announcement of their brand new hypercar plans coming in 2021. We start off with Aston Martin CEO Andy Palmer, then follow with Dave King, head of Aston Martin Racing, and we close with Merrick Reichman, the person who has designed every Aston Martin since the DB9, most recent DB9. All three men captured in interviews with our friend Graham Goodwin from DailySportsCar.com, just immediately following the ACO press conference, confirming the hypercar plans that are coming. All right, let's get going with Andy Palmer, Dave King, and Merrick Reichman, brought to you by Cooper Tires, the Justice Brothers, and Genetic Cars. Well, it's a huge day of announcements at uh, Le Mans with the ACO press conference uh, just complete and just uh, herring over here to Aston Martin's hospitality where Andy Palmer uh, with David King, you've just uh, announced some really exciting news for the future of Aston Martin in World Endurance Championship. Well, indeed, I think I, I, I think so. Um, as you as you heard earlier, the FIA and uh, ACO announced a, a, a change to the the rule of what has traditionally been called LMP1, the top class of of racing in the World Endurance Championship, uh, which has allowed what the so-called hypercar category to exist. That's the ability to take um, road-going hypercars and come and race them at, uh, at Le Mans. Uh, I think you know I. I, I, I been involved in that conversation with the FIA for a, a long time saying that you know if you want to excite the fans they've got to they've got to be able to see cars that they can relate to uh, and you know I you know question whether whether prototypes and whether diesel hybrids is really the the, the place that there's something that you can really relate to great racing but can you relate to it so a long conversation has got us to a point where we can imagine taking hypercars on the track. Uh, and we're in a really fortunate position insofar as the development of the, the Valkyrie is, is very well advanced. Um, and it's kind of dropped in our lap um, insofar as we can get a car to that 2020-2021 grid, just 15 months away. It's, uh, it's a very short time. Um, and we can again um, go for that that top honour of, you know, hopefully, it's, no one should ever underestimate Le Mans, uh, but hopefully getting the top step and, um, you know, re-celebrating the victory that we saw in 1959. Since you arrived, Aston Martin, there's been just nothing other than a reaffirmation of motorsport as a key part of underlying uh, Aston Martin's brand values. This is another step on that road. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the top class and with a serious effort and with some serious partners involved here. Yeah, we're not announcing the partners yet, but it doesn't take too much imagination to imagine who we'll be who we'll be working with. The, the point is here that you know we're we're, uh, we're the, we are the uh, independent British car company. We're the only one listed on the stock exchange, uh, and in that sense, we're a celebration of what Brits do well in racing. And and you know, there's a lot of talent in the UK, and we'll be trying to find partnerships where we can bring the best of that talent together. In in what will undoubtedly I assume, uh, I have to be careful because nobody else has announced who's coming to the series yet, but let's assume a, a David and Goliath-like uh, competition. I think that's a pretty fair bet. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, it's, it's, what, it's, what, it's what 
the Brits do very well in the way of motivating people is, is you know, go and do the impossible. Uh, whether we can or not, that's, you know, there's, there's an element of luck in 24-hour racing. One of the most intriguing parts of the announcement is that phrase you've used, at least two of these cars. Yeah, at least two. Um, there's, there's, there's nothing more that I can announce today because you'll appreciate, you, you've no doubt been following in the background the rules and regulations and, and the negotiations and discussions and arguments. The, the, the rules have only really recently been set uh, and, uh, and the ACO have been able to say this is what we're going to do. Um, we're a public company, I've had to go through the, the uh, the process of proper governance and getting approvals for for doing this level of racing but you'll appreciate that 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 the whole business case is not yet mature the partnership case is not yet mature we haven't signed all the contracts that we need although we have agreements in principle uh, in place but what I what I can say is we can make the business case work with at least two cars but you're right that leaves the door open for more final question is we've got this uh, performance parameters defined with a lower uh, lap speed, or rather higher laps, uh, lap per time than we've currently got. You just gave a quite cheeky answer, quite a nice answer as well, that it doesn't appear to be this car that's restricting it to a 3.30 lap time. Not at all. No, we're detuning. Um, I think what this, what this, I mean, I think the Formula One pedigree and what you'll see when, when, when Valkyrie gets in the hands of the journalist is a car of phenomenal lap time with phenomenal downforce. It's essentially a Formula One car on the road. Um, Clearly, we have to detune it to, to, to meet the requirements of this, but this is not about ultimate top speeds. This is about demonstrating endurance and quality uh, and, and a tenacity to race. So different, different needs. I don't think it matters that we have to detune. We have to, we have to give other people a bit of a chance, um, uh, but, but it'll be great racing, and it'll demonstrate or, or not uh, the, the quality of Aston Martin engineering, which, of course, finds its way into our road cars. And in this evolution, no hybrid system. This is a pure V12. We, we, haven't, we haven't described exactly what it will be yet, um, but what I can say with, with absolute certainty is it's a 6.5 litre naturally aspirated V12, and I can't think of a better thing to listen to on the Molsain Strait. Andy, you're grinning as you're saying that. I can <laughs> see the enthusiasm in you coming out for, for now. Congratulations. It was a great announcement. Thank you very much. Well, the last of three major names behind the announcement we've just had from Aston Martin uh, is David King. David... You've been at the helm of Aston Martin's racing efforts for some little time now. This is a big step forward in what's been a, actually, a very positive road forward for the Aston Martin brands that develops into a new era. It's a dream come true to s- sit on a stage with the boss and announce something like we've done today. It's the, the as I said, it, it's, it feels like we're opening a new golden era for sports car racing in the top category. Um, and to think that we you know we've been a driving force behind that um that our brand has that power to influence the direction that it goes to collaborate with the other manufacturers and the regulators is is um it's fantastic because everyone's done it in the, for the good of the sport tell me about what the appeal is here it's clearly in part to win the big races uh, we expect to hear an announcement from tota later about their plans we know others are beginning to gather uh, their thoughts together. Is it about just the big races and the marketability of that, or is it about the prospect of going up against direct market competitors? I, that's an interesting question because, you know, frankly, we don't need to race Valkyrie to prove that it's the 
I believe, going to be the greatest road-going hypercar ever. Um, so we could just leave it at that. Say, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the brave bit is that um, coming into a bot formula means that we won't always win. Um, and that takes some courage to accept the fact that the car that we put on the pinnacle of road cars might will get beaten by other cars um, um, I don't want to say lesser cars but you know what I mean cars that are positioned not as high yeah. in the in the in the um, maybe not uh, further uh, as yeah. far up the lottery winners yeah. list as, as yours might be yes yeah. so that means it's the it's the coming to win it's the opportunity to come and win for Aston Martin with a Valkyrie um, because it fits the regs and it's glamorous and exciting and it's got a naturally aspirated V12 engine and it's it just so it, it's um, it's the charisma of the car and the um, and the opportunity to win yes of course Le Mans is the big prize but to win a world championship to win to go and win key races in major markets to create um, um, theatre for, for to bring fans and customers around the world is, I think the WEC is, is, is important let's clear up if we can one of the aspects of I guess question on people's lips with this announcement which is you've had this phenomenally successful GT racing uh, platform for quite some time now more success yesterday a fantastic turnaround in just one season from the back of the GT uh, Oprah grid to pole position yesterday what's the future for GTE for Aston Martin. Um, absolutely assured. No, we we always said this was a multi-year venture. Um, we were still in the first season of racing with a car. You know, it seems like a long time ago that we were not quite on the pace here at Le Mans last year. But we didn't come last. Um, both cars finished. We haven't had a DNF all season. Touchwood with a new car. Everybody's touching um, one all of a sudden. <laughs> And I'm not superstitious, so I'm going to say it because it's an important fact. Yeah. And, and, yes. and we have not had a DNF. That's an amazing achievement with a new car. And by Silverstone, it was running close to the front of the pace, which was only one race after Le Mans. And then it, be, it was a winning car after that. It, you know, it narrowly lost the chance to win in, in Fuji. We won, we're the form team. We've won two of the three last races. Um, and we've got pole position here. So the car's, the car's mega. The team are doing a great job. And it's early in its life. And we raced the old Vantage for, feels like, decades. That's a brief, a very brief word about the old Vantage. Final international race for that car that we're aware of. Uh, What a phenomenal history that thing has had. It's amazing, isn't it? Um, No, the road car, I remember us launching in 2005. Wow. So, 14, over 14 years after that, the thing is still going to be competing against much more much younger and, yeah, and, and actually the, still in the, uh, the yeah. running for a title yeah. it's, it is pretty phenomenal yeah. final question from me as always in these, on these occasions you want to keep your powder dry on some things there are some really intriguing parts of the announcement the one that springs out at me is at least two of these cars for the 2020-2021 uh, FI World Endurance Championship is there anything you can tell us about that is there a plan for um customer program is there an option for an expanded effort from the factory there are plans yes i'm not i'm not going to talk about them today because out of respect for all partners and potential partners it, it's um we said we wouldn't and we're not going to um but uh at least two um means that we 
hope and expect it to be more. Um, and you know, if we're going to come, it's a pretty bold thing to say we're going to do a new car and we're going to debut it in 14 months at the prologue or whenever it is. Um, that's a pretty ambitious thing to do, even though we've got a start, we've got a car to start with. Um, and um, if we want to come to Le Mans in the in the end of that first season with a chance to beat what well, I don't want to preempt their announcement, but the biggest car manufacturer in the world that will have much more resources than us, we need as many bullets in our gun as possible. There can be few marks of the progress for Aston Martin than what we're going to experience over the next two weekends, David. Uh, your car on pole for the GTE Pro Battle at Le Mans 24 hours tomorrow. An announcement today that you're returning with a serious effort with a really exciting uh, motor car for uh, the pinnacle of endurance racing. And of course, next weekend, you'll have the cans on and be looking to do something in GT4 at yet another 24-hour race at the Nürburgring. Yeah, we will. Um, important debut for our GT4 car. We'll be running in the in the SP8T class, which is for... We'll, we'll be running a slightly hotter version of the GT4 car in that. Um, and a uh, great stellar driver lineup, uh, actually. And um, we're, we will be giving the swan song to the old advantage in an international motor race, actually. So it's not this weekend, it's next weekend. Because ah. the GT8 is... Um, we've got some, some customer drivers uh, in that car, and they'll be running alongside the works cars there so uh, and we'll let the exhaustion wa- wash over us after both of those days. <laughs> for now um marvelous day for aston martin uh, great announcement uh, great to hear from it and thank you for your time you're welcome well we're looking at a uh, picture of the well the concept of the racing valkyrie are on the wall and standing with me at the moment i, I would guess how you describe yourself marit reitmans I, I would say the guardian of aston martin's brand values now yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, grandiose title of chief creative officer, but you know, it's. I'm. I'm the design guy. I'm the designer. So obviously, as far as Valkyrie is concerned, worked from the very early stages with Adrian, um, both of our teams, then developing the car to the level it's at now. And and yeah, uh, 15 years of creating all of the Aston Martins that you see, and all of the other uh, adventures that we're going into as well, apartments, boating, whatever it may be. But that that comes through myself and my team. There's not very many boring Mondays there for there, you. There are no boring Mondays actually. You know, um, the only thing about Monday is you think uh, uh, there aren't enough hours in the week yet again. Marek, uh, there's clearly a new vision for the direction of Aston Martin and their road car brand. We saw an amazing array of new cars at the Geneva show, probably matched uh, matched in Aston Martin's history and very few other brands as well. Yeah. And again, you've done exactly what Andy did when I asked him a similar question. There's a big grin going on your face. Tell me about the journey right now. Well, and it, it makes both of us smile because we are car guys, you know, but we're car guys that have petrol on one side in the veins and electricity on the other side because that's important as well and the vision that we set forward with Andy to create the second century plan we're on track we're delivering and it's exciting because it's such an adventurous vision it's it's a a vision that gives us seven new cars in seven years that's one brand new car a year for an independent British company and showing our lineup of rear mid-engine cars in Geneva for me was was one of the highlights because to be true competitors in the world of sports cars and racing you need a mid-engine platform and starting with Valkyrie 002 and 003 and eventually the concept of Vanquish 
that's my it's a dream you know I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a car guy but I'm, I'm still a 14 year old boy at heart because I love cars and just to see them all it gives me the goosebumps and and we have the opportunity to see what everyone else has done take all of that and all of the knowledge from Red Bull Advanced Technologies and Adrian and that relationship and F1 and bundle that into a mid-engine car as the core car, the Vanquish concept, all the way down from the bloodline of, of a car that potentially could win Le Mans. So as a designer, it doesn't get any better. It's pretty clear there's been things happening at quite a rush with the hypercar regulations. You know, I think there's a lot of agreement that it's a great concept, but then the marketplace at the moment is a very tricky place to get uh, big corporate boards to actually agree to exciting things. Yeah. Looks like Aston Martin's board has turned something around in quick, double quick time and actually helped them out of a hole here. Yeah, absolutely, and and that's again part of the the you know being the independent brand and being part of obviously now a PLC as well and the structure that we have and the governance and how we go through the control mechanisms to get things through and get things approved and it's been in many respects from the day we started to think about Valkyrie there was a vision for where we would take this product it just so happens that a door opened that we didn't necessarily expect but we were able to activate as quickly as we possibly could and and as David said in the press conference working very closely with the ACO and the FIA. And how close are you going to be involved now with the development of the project from this point? The car is the basic road car is basically designed how closely aligned are you now with the design and the build team to move this forward to a hypercar racer in well for september 2020 not very long away no it's not and and again heavily involved because as with our current gte cars those surfaces are assessed and come through the design studio as well so we put forward ideas based on the aero surfacing and obviously that's what i've been doing with adrian for the last two and a half years so Will I have more of an influence? Absolutely not, because it's, a, it's about aero for speed and it's about aero for winning races versus aero for, for road. But, you know, at the end of the day, I love cars. So being involved in this, sitting next to Adrian and his team as we look through, through this car is, is just going to be incredible. So. Great to have a brand new project for endurance racing in the hands of exactly, as you say, car guys for now, Merritt Reitman. Congratulations and good Thank luck. You. Thank you.